Welcome to Real Estate After Dark. I'm your host, Larry Castleberry, and to my left and your right, June King. How are you doing, June? I'm good. good. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. I know it's been like a another month. I know. I'm missing you. No, you know what? <laughs> it seems like the years are going so quick. I know. 2020. Yeah, you remember your, your grandmommy used to tell you, oh. It's going to go by fast as you get old. It, it is. I don't know. It's you old. I'm not old. Shoot. That's you. I'm going to claim that on you. Okay. Old. Okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> so how everything been going? Everything's going good. January was just awesome. Yes. You know, this market, I keep telling people, like, how's the real estate market? I'm like, it is busy. Like, it's busy. You know, most people expect January not to be crazy, right? I did. I expected not to be. I was like, okay, this is going to be my downtime. But I right. think it was the busiest time in January. You know, you've been doing it for a while. It's, yeah. I've been doing it for a while. I don't know how. Usually my Januaries are slow, slow. Yeah, December to January. But this yeah. was my busiest January I ever had. Me too. Like, seriously. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is yeah. this is good, good I feeling. I mean, like in the last, uh, I mean... I've been doing this my 20th year. Yeah, of course. Uh, that I've been doing loans. And, um, of course, I probably can't remember five years ago or seven years ago, but I'm thinking this is the busiest I've ever been in 20 years. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. That's good to say about this market. Yes. And yes. I wonder if it's just like Dallas or Texas, or is it like, it's definitely more regional in some cases. Right. But I feel like we do have one of the fastest markets right now. Right. Everybody, you know? like, like I never would imagine living, because, you know, I've been here 15 years. Right. This is my 15th year. Mm -hmm. And so I never would imagine, like, me moving to um, Dallas. But mm -hmm. it is, like, a really great, like, family. And, like, it's so many areas that you can live in. And, right. Uh, things like that, so which is great. But what do you say that do you think, because I remember when we talked before on a previous podcast, mm -hmm. that it was a seller's market. Yeah. So how do you feel? I feel, like, but, but I'm not on that side, right? right? Mm -hmm. So how do you feel that it's shifting to? I still think it's uh, a seller's market in a lot of different places in Dallas-Fort Worth. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of pockets that will always be seller's markets. Okay. You know, you get into like, you know, South Lake, you know, Argyle, Flower Mound, you know, Plano, Frisco. You, you, when you talk about like the really good school districts mm -hmm. where people want, you know, better education, mm -hmm. um, accessibility to uh, the airports mm -hmm. and things of that nature. I mean, those markets are desirable and people want to be there for a lot of different reasons. You know, right. so I think in a lot of cases, we are still in a seller's market in a lot of situations. But what kind of negates that when you get into a lot of, you know, a lot of new construction mm -hmm. can kind of make it a buyer's market or make it more of an even market mm -hmm. because the inventory goes up on right. top of what's right. already on the market, too. So we are seeing in a lot of different areas where you say, wow, it it could be a buyer's market over here because of the inventory, mm -hmm. you know, and. Unfortunately, some sellers just have to sell. And then, you know, of course, they kind of make it a buyer's market in that round, too. Okay. So it's it's very situational. And it's one of those things, um, you know, talking to a real estate professional mm -hmm. like myself and just saying, hey, what about this area? What can you tell me about this area? What is the market looking like? Can I get a good value? You know, is it good for me to sell right now? Is it good for me to sell later? Right. You know, so sometimes you need us to pull up that data. Right. And this is real-time data. 
This right. is real time. It's not Zillow. No, it's okay. not Zillow. Because I'm so tired. <laughs> Listen, I'm not even a realtor, but oh I know God. that. But I hear clients say that all the time. Oh, my God. Well, like, I can see you sending things. Like, Larry sent his clients some mm-hmm. information, and then they were telling me, well, I've seen Zillow. I'm like, oh, Zillow no. is not real They'll time. They'll send me stuff back from Zillow. <laughs> and I'm, like, typing it up. i like, no, that's gone. It's like, gone. three months ago. Right, because you know? it's not real time. It's not real time. So that's the reason why it's so important right. to hire a realtor. And then right. also, I feel... Now, this is my personal opinion. I feel like a realtor is like a lawyer. Okay. Oh, yeah. They represent you. And I see people all the time go over there to the new builders. Mm-hmm. They don't have your best interest. Okay. And so you go over there, they'll tell you something. But if you don't have Larry on your right. side to negotiate, to make sure that you're getting the, the best terms. deal, the terms, so yeah. you can be knowledgeable. I had a client that came to me and he just was like, I didn't know what they were saying. And I said, and he said, I just had such a bad experience. And you know what I told him? What? You had a bad experience because you missed some steps. You missed, you missed some yeah. steps. You didn't hire Larry. Right. That's the steps that you missed. Right. And so, Larry, tell them how they can get in contact with you. You can get in touch with me at 833-224-8227. Great. So, yeah. yeah, it's important. And back, yeah, and back on that, too, is, you know, we have our own stand, standard promulgated contracts, you know, with the state of Texas. But builders have their own contracts, too. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, you may have a realtor that may be really good at those contracts, but are they good with builder contracts? Because you still have to explain those. I know. And a lot of times the sales counselor wants to explain you those contracts, but it's my job to understand that mm-hmm. contract too. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, man. It, and, and they work for the builder. They, they do don't work for work, the builder. It's always saying, builder sided. It's always Very builder sided. Yep. It's mm-hmm. not like that they're going to like, try to intentionally steer you in the wrong way, but they're not going to give you the information. So like when you have a realtor like Larry, because Larry goes, he works really hard for you. When you have a realtor like Larry, he works for you. Oh, yeah. So he's going to make sure, and they'll build their contracts. They're like 30 pages. A oh, normal, yeah. normal like a one to four contract. So yeah. one to four contract four. is like if you buy a pre-existing home, it might be like six pages. But the builder really? contract, yeah. and it's like little words, mm-hmm. you know. And, and so, it's a lot of clauses inside yes. of it. Your earnest money could be trapped. Yeah. Uh, there's all kind of like fees that mm-hmm. are uh, accessible inside of there. And a lot of times they don't want to ask you what, you know, you don't want to ask them the question of what else can you do for me? Mm-hmm. Like that's such a big phrase for me right now. What else can you do? Mm-hmm. Because there's always something, you know, right. what else can you do? Right. What else can you do? What else can you do? You know, like, you know, and even asking them like in previous homes that you sold in this area, give me, can you provide me with some examples and what you've done for customers to, to earn their business? Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of good to know the comps in there, too, you know, from uh, getting comparable of something that they've sold, what they're trying to sell you now. Right. You know, because there's some room in there. Like, what did that last house look like? Did you get them blinds? Did you get them a refrigerator? Right. Did you negotiate, you know, appliances inside of there? There's a lot of stuff that you look that you, you know, meat on the bone mm-hmm. that you forget about to ask. But it's what else can you do? You right. know, so I love asking that question because that's how you, that's what who you want representing you. You right. want someone to be in that type of favor because the contract is already in a seller's favor. That's favor, yeah. You know, yeah. so we're just trying to even the playing field a little bit because they want your business just as much as you want their business. Exactly. So, right. Yeah. Crazy and you, stuff. Yeah. And you don't want to show your whole hand. You want your realtor no. to fight for you because when they see your hand, they it's like they a, a gotcha. it's like a shark when they smell well, blood or yeah, whatever, right? Going to a, I mean, <laughs> not to say some people have really good, um, you know, really good experiences going to shop for a car, but it's like that too. I've been, I've test drive a car and I'm like, oh, I really like this. 
And then they got you locked in. They got you locked in. That's just why they I said I'm going in. to, I hate car shopping. Like mm-hmm. I absolutely, it's like a whole day process. Yeah. Cause I'm, 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 I'm going to haggle. <laughs> that's, oh, just, yeah. uh, that's me. Oh, yeah. I, I'm a haggler. Okay. Yeah. And I just don't have time for it. So hopefully I, I pray over my little car every day. Uh-huh. Like just make it another that. six more years. Give me that. <laughs> just, yeah, I've been car numb. So I mean, I used to be a really big car fan. Now I'm just. It's like one of my least priorities. Yeah, it is. Like, used to love cars. The, I do. But now I'm just like, I just need to get that. That's a man beat. thing, though. <sighs> no, it's a woman thing. I know a lot of women, too, that love their cars. They really? I know I know a lot of them. Uh, I mean, my broke-up, Darren Hall, his wife, she loves. Oh, she she's loves cars? Car, she's a car fanatic. Oh, really? But it's all about how you're raised up. My wife <laughs> loves cars, too. But, like, as we get older, we're like... You know, it's just not one of those high priority things. Maybe it's, I, I, was I know we're young, but, but it's age. You know, sometimes yeah. it's an age thing too. Yeah. So I, I was reading this meme on Facebook and it was so funny because it reminded me, and no, nobody judged me, but it's this <laughs> girls be riding, blasting their music, playing whatever, mm-hmm. um, speeding, and I hadn't had the oil to any, and, and within six months. Light <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody said the whole dashboard light up, but oh. we speeding. <laughs> That's me. That's Don't judge. Dashboard just be lit up. Yeah, speed. No, okay? like I'm gonna take care of one of them blinking lights this week. This week, I am so bad with like oil change. I don't need. I don't need to get your car to see all them lights Listen, lit up like a Christmas tree. No, it's not lit because it is still fairly new. It's three years old. Okay, but me and that oil change. I'm like oil change. I promise. I was five thousand miles over. Oh, okay. The oil change. Well, I mean, that's that's to tell you about cars these days. They can last actually that long when you go. Over. Right. Something you know, they... back in the day, you think <laughs> lock up or you, you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> It'll blow the whole engine. I high. know. You be looking for a new car <laughs> with a high interest rate and <laughs> right. all that kind of stuff. But, As... but speaking on interest rates, how is like the market interest rates right now? Fantastic. Um, I have, um, like I told everybody, this is my 20th year. Woohoo. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe I'll retire in 20 years, but I, I just, I love um, numbers and I love okay. like explaining people. I tell people when we're doing this financial transaction, it's a teachable moment because one day I am going to retire and I want you to be knowledgeable mm-hmm. when you're going. Well, in 2009, I don't know if people, if you're young, you probably don't know this, but we went through a financial crisis in 2009 mm-hmm. where a lot of people were losing their home because of foreclosure. So what happens when the administrator came in um, through the White House, they had to do something and they, they dropped the rates mm-hmm. and they Drop the rate so the market, because the market buying homes and selling homes, that keeps our economy going. Right. It just do. Yeah, it does. And transactions. Um, transactions, seriously. Yeah. And so what happened was um, they dropped the rates. And so um, then a few years later, the rates start going back up. So I never thought that I would ever see rates that low again. The rates okay. are lowest like they were in 2009. Okay. I'm actually like on a 30-year fix, you know, all depends on credit and things right. like that. I'm getting people rates at 2.99 on a 30-year fix. Wow. That's like 2.99. On the 30-year fix. Uh, wow. The one-on-one client, he had a 3.25. On the th- That's, like, really fantastic. That's I crazy. remember— Well, let me let me ask you a question. On that 3.25, what credit score was that guy? That if guy was uh, 633. So it's not, it wasn't even a real high credit score. Are you kidding me? I'm telling you. Yeah, it's like— That is fan- crazy. It, I have not heard of anything like that before. Me, I'm t- I never <laughs> imagined— not, I've not heard of anything like that before. And I— I remember that's crazy. I, um, I need to change my rate. Okay, you know listen, I'll hook you up, man. Yeah, please do. <laughs> I remember this guy. I ain't got that. 
I remember I met this guy and he was saying, yeah, you know, because he, he got his loan in 2009. Yeah. He was like, and maybe I met him like in 2012. And yeah. So, of course, when I talk to people, I talk about mortgages, I'm always like yeah. trying to figure out if when I can are. possibly help them. Yeah. Right? He was like, mm, you, nobody's going to do my rate three and a quarter. We'll never see that again. Uh, mister, they're back yeah. there, okay? <laughs> yeah, but that's but that's one of those questions that, that people should be asking you. Yes. Is yes. If people are in that situation and they, they bought maybe five mm-hmm. years years ago there's totally different this is this is a way of saving people money mm-hmm. I mean, this is just not a way of earning their business, but this is something that I would want to know. Right. So, you know, so people out there are having these questions like, how can you really help me with my mortgage rate and give me a little bit more money back in my pocket and still own the benefit of your home? Mm -hmm. Uh, What can they reach you at, Jim? So they can reach me, and this is my cell number. Uh, So, and it's um, 469. Direct. Direct. There we go. Right. 469-432-2834. So if you have, like, even I tell people, even if they're not ready, right now just to call me because you really want to know exactly where you stand and I believe everyone could be a homeowner I really right. do I believe everyone could be a homeowner um, it's a couple people that took the promotion and so you know Larry and I are going to do another promotion Yeah. and so you know if you buy by April we will give you a thousand dollars towards your closing cost so I'll go. be able to give you a thousand dollars towards your closing cost is so, awesome. which is really good so That's by awesome. April April 30th is the deadline April 30th alright yeah. we'll put that out there and speaking on the loan I, got, I did have a question for you. I, I'm having a lot of people that are that current there are currently homeowners mm-hmm. and they want to build again. Okay. Okay. So how does that work with like you know trying to get a, another loan, especially if like I have someone that wants to like lease their house, right? Okay. Okay. They want to definitely lease their house and they want to like buy another house. Okay. So how does that work with them trying to get a loan with that loan being? You know, already existing, already existing mm-hmm. and right. they're trying to get another loan for, let's say, their house is three hundred fifty thousand, and they're just trying to buy another three hundred fifty thousand house. Okay, three hundred fifty thousand right. dollars house. How does that work? So the income is important. Okay, so you yes. have to qualify. But if you're buying another house, if you if you can show that you're going to lease that other house out, they can use seventy five percent of that income. Say for example, your mortgage is five hundred dollars a month, and you're going to rent out the property for a thousand. The bank will give you seven hundred and fifty dollars towards your income, so it can kind of offset that rental income. A lot of people you. do that. That's how you build wealth. You hold onto your property, you do it as an investment property, and then you buy another property, you live there for a few years, and you may want to keep that. And that's how people build wealth. That's building your legacy. Like, real estate is building your building legacy. Building your legacy. I got Absolutely. you. Absolutely. So, that you would definitely have to have your lease under contract showing that amount mm-hmm. to Correct. get like a... It could uh, be right away, too. It, it could is, be. Yeah, it could be right away. As long as you show a lease agreement, it could be right away. Um, it could show that you know, because for example, you want to make sure that you qualify before you go and start building a new home or going to yeah. another home. And so, if you have a has someone, oh, I know someone that's going to lease. As long as when you're going through the process, you can show that lease, then you can use that income towards your income okay. to offset what you owe on your mortgage. Okay. So, what about people trying to you know wait for like the last you know, two months before, like say if somebody was building, right? Mm-hmm. And of course that's a longer process, you know, right. some houses could be seven to eight months. Right. So if I got into like the fifth month, you know, the build and I have two more months for my house to be built at some point, you know, when I started the process of getting the house built, I had to show that I could get a loan. Right. You know, so I guess 
you know, you still got to have more or less that debt ratio right. to be able to approve for the loan. Because you can always go back at the end and redo the loan once you got right. it under contract. Right. right? Well, you, I mean, once once you got... Um, once you got the lease ready to go. Right. Yes, absolutely. Right. You could do the, yes, you, you can, can always. Right. So you don't have to show the lease at the beginning, right? Okay. So the market is so hot, believe it or not, it's still renters out there, right? Oh, yeah. It's tons so of say if you just know kind of your area, like if you put your house on the market, people are going to rent it. Right. So as long as you know going in after you're building, I'm going to have to find a tenant. And, yes. and you can help them with that. Yeah, yeah, of course. And so finding a tenant is not going to be really difficult. So right. you can just give that at the last moment, the okay. lease. So you don't have to do it right then and there, but just know in mind. And then you might not even need a tenant. You might, right. Your income might be the enough. income may be okay to mm-hmm. kind of absorb both. Because exactly. that's what I'm kind of getting the problem now. Like I have people like, oh, yeah, we, we're, we're building. And it's going to be like at least nine months. So we still need a place to live. So we're still going to live in our house for the, mm-hmm. total, the total nine months. But, of course, we have a mortgage on this house. Mm-hmm. We know that when I go pay my my earnest deposit, you know, for the new build and they can start the construction, mm-hmm. they know that I'm going to they know that I'm going to be contingent. Mm-hmm. But also too, they got to know that, you know, they got to know that I can actually still get a loan. But now right. it looks like two big loans because you have like the loan, you know, that you're in your current house and mm-hmm. then you have a pre-approval for, you know, what the one you're getting ready to build. Right. You know, so that's kind of that squeeze right. gap that squeeze people are looking at. for because I know within like the seventh month of your build, you're going to actually put your house on the market and you're going to lease it or whatever. Right. And then we can redo the loan to kind of show. Exactly. You know, if, if you need it. That, if you need it to, yes, if that's 75%. Yes. Exactly. You know, you said yes. up to 70%? 75%. 75%. Okay. So like if you rent it for a thousand, then we can use 750. Okay. So there's some income. things I'm running into out there. I'm like, okay, that's kind of interesting. Right. Because people on the financial it. side, because right. I've helped people out in that regard, but I'm, you know, I don't jump on the money side. You right. know, I just, right. you know, I, I, you know, I, we have professionals that do that. That's that's your expertise. Right. Absolutely. You know, I want to find your house. That's it. So uh, beautiful. Larry <laughs> so love. I get these questions and I'm like, Oh no! Nah, we yeah. can do somebody else. But yeah. I think these are some of the. I think these are some of the scenarios that people are like, man, what if I want to do this? And you know, how would that work? Right. And so those are just really, really good questions that I'm, people are starting to ask me. So. Oh, good. Yeah, that's a I good. I saved question. that one for you. Oh, good. Good. Listen, <laughs> that's really good. It's a really good question because mm-hmm. you really want to know. And then before you start building, yeah. you you need really need to know where yeah. you stand too because yeah, once you true. go put that money down on that builder, if something happens. Oh, yeah. You lose it. You lose that money. So, nobody unless likes you, unless money. you know the unless you know your contracts. That, right. Unless you got a realtor that knows contracts. Hey, look, look, Larry, you like, know? hey, hey, yeah. Unless you know how it works. Exactly. You know. Exactly. You can throw out some builder names. I can tell you. Mm-mm. Uh, mm-mm. I'll be like, mm-hmm. I got some too that I'm like, mm-mm. I'd be amazed. I've, I've done some with some of these builders, and I've just been amazed what they write in their contracts. Cause they. They really have different laws and rules and regulations than what we they have don't to care. By. They don't. They don't care. Mm-hmm. When business. they secure you, you'd be surprised. Just I, I had one time where we did a contract in one of these builders, and the lady found same builder, okay, mm-hmm. but she found another community, like mm-hmm. the sister community. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised they would not let her go Trust to that to that other community. They would not. No. She had her earnings and everything locked in there. I mean, it was. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" I probably already know the, the name same? of the builder. Oh, I'm pretty Listen, sure you will talk uh, about uh, it. Yeah, off camera. Yeah, we won't discourage you guys, but 
They, yeah. I mean, you know, of course, they're trying to figure the money on the back end. I mean, it's a good the, builder, you know, you know cause the home is sturdy yeah. or whatever, but, but it's just, it's business to them. So a lot of times yeah. I'm, I'm reading through the contracts and I'm like, Hey, you know, this is, so you'll be you fully gotta aware. Know. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. gotta kind of know that this is going to be a hundred percent right here that we're going to sign off from this. And then you have to deal with trying to figure out who's going to, you know, they're trying to get your lending business and all that type of stuff. And, right. You know, it's all kind of incentives in there. Because I think the, the the biggest thing is because with the builders is that it's nothing personal. With mm-hmm. us, it's personal because yeah. we want we want we like to build that relationship. Because you you're a friendly person, I'm a yeah. friendly person, and so we care about people, right? Mm-hmm. And them, they're just more of a business corporation. It's nothing right. like I'm saying it's a bad thing or a good thing. Yeah. It's just that they're more of a corporation. But us, we're like more people. You know, yeah. we really care. So like. Say you might not be able to transfer your money over, but Larry's going to inform you that. So yeah. the biggest thing is that if you're informed, then you might make a decision like, well, hold up, I might need to go look at a more a couple more communities before I do this. Yeah, before you do that. Or, yeah, of course. I, okay, I'm okay with that. So when you know when you find a sister property and you're going to lose your earnings, you're okay with it. Right. But not knowing, and then mm-hmm. you're like, well, hey, I thought that I could do that. Right. So, and a lot yeah. of times, too, I have people go out and look at homes, and they ask, you know, are you working with a realtor? Like, tell them you are. And, you know, for, you know, give them my business card. Give them my number. If you guys listen out there you want to look at homes, just say I, I'm, I'm represented by a realtor. Just tell them. Just start there because a lot of the times— you know, the, the conversation changes, mm-hmm. you know, and you're missing out on a whole lot of benefits. Right. You really are missing a whole lot of benefits. And, and I think one of the biggest thing is that, you know, you telling, you know, them that you have a realtor and it may be myself, you're not losing anything. You're no. gaining you're gaining a whole lot of years of experience and representation. Exactly. You know, so don't be, you know, shy in that matter of doing that because now they know you're gonna have representation. Mm-hmm. They know it's a different level of playing field. And they know that, hey, um, you know, having a realtor is actually really, really good. They're actually just overwhelmed that you're probably, you know, you have a realtor. Because mm-hmm. they know they've about to get some some really good things going. But right. then on the other end, they could be like, hmm. How can we save my company some money here? Right. And the you know? big misconception is is that people think that when they have a realtor, which is your lawyer, I yeah. always put that. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like it a is. realtor is a Contracts. lawyer. They think that they may get a better deal. No, mm-hmm. you get the same deal and you don't pay Larry. Yeah, don't pay. The, the builder nope. pays Larry to work on your behalf, right? That's so right. Just, just imagine Understand you having that. a lawyer. That you ain't got to pay yep. that's going to work on your behalf. That costs you zero dollars. Zero dollars. Zero dollars. Win-win. For representation. Yeah. It's important. People don't... You know. This, this, the reason why we keep stressing it. bono. Right. Woo. I think we're losing is time. Time. That's it. That's all we're losing and, is time. And time going to go no matter what. Yeah. It's gonna, yeah we're, we're parallel with what we're doing with that. So. Right. As my granny used to say all the time, time going no matter if you're doing something or if you're not doing something. So time is going to continue yeah. to grow. Yeah. And the most valuable thing you can give someone is your time. Mm-hmm. That's the most valuable thing. And soon people will start to learn that, you know? Absolutely. It's awesome stuff. Yeah, so good. So it was good catching up with you guys. Yeah, for um, sure. Next week, um, we're going to have, because um, everybody know a few months ago, uh, maybe about six, seven months ago, yeah. that I had switched over on the broker side. And so we're going to have my broker come in next week. Thousand, and he's going to talk the difference about lending and things like that. So we're gonna ask him a lot, oh yeah, lots, lots, lots a lot of questions. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm excited about that because we've been trying to get him to come in, mm-hmm. and so he really. So I kind of like 
told him, next Friday, are you willing to come <laughs> in? And he said, yes. So I'm excited about yeah, that. You can meet him. That is him. awesome, yeah. And, um, and so if you guys have, like, any questions... Or anything like that that y'all want to ask Derek, okay? Because we want to put him on the spot because he's very mm-hmm. knowledgeable, and we want to put him on the spot so you guys can learn. Just Lots let us of years know. Of experience, absolutely. Yep. On Facebook, Real Estate at the Dark podcast, you know, cast some um, us some questions there. Yes, that you may have for Derek. And we'll love to get you on the air and shout you out. And hopefully we can answer your questions for you. Absolutely. Well, it was a pleasure always, guys. And we love sharing information. And we will see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Blessings.